let's pray. Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, establish your kingdom in our midst. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Holy Spirit, breath of the living God, refresh me and renew the whole earth. We've come to the end of the second week of our Advent Reflections. And I think it's good just to take time to pause, to appreciate the Advent journey, to stop and take stock of some of what God has been saying to us over the last few days. Life can get busy, and in all the rushing and noise, so much of what we have heard and perhaps wanted to savour can get lost and just slip from our mental grasp. Because the Advent journey is a marathon, not a sprint. And nothing worthwhile comes in life without adversity. But that doesn't of itself make adversity good. If we are to endure through adversity, we need to cling on to hope. Hope in the promises of God that we will round the bend to discover the climb has been conquered. And we're remembering the big Christian hope that the Christ who came will come again. That was the basis of our prayer, Maranatha. But we can pray that in all sorts of ways. We can look back and see that the Lord has come in the incarnation. We might look back to those experiences in our own lives when God has come to us, when we have reached out and found waiting to catch us, to hold us, to pick us up. And we do look forward to the ultimate hope of the renewal of all things, the end of the old order of sickness and sorrow and death and pain. But we also look for Christ to come to us today, here and now, in the challenges and needs we face at this moment. And at Advent we pray, Maranatha, come. But we wait. And waiting's never easy. We can grow tired and weary. Hope can start to fly. We can feel like we're living in a wood between the worlds. Things have always been as they are now and we can come to believe that nothing can change. They will always be as they are now. 
but Advent we're challenged about the need to stay alert. But part of doing that is to find ways of nourishing ourselves, to discover what brings us life, gives us energy, what stops us sliding into hopelessness, what helps you recharge, what sharpens your axe. So as you reflect on what we've thought about this past week, go and take a few moments to reflect on a few questions. What have you been thankful for this week? How have you been blessed? Have there been encouragements in your week? It might be something major. It might be something as small as the one person who said thank you. That one person who remembered or noticed you. Where have you been challenged this week? Is there anything you need to confess? What struggles are you facing at the moment? Physical, emotional, mental, spiritual? What are the prayers you've prayed for a long time and are still waiting for an answer? In what parts of your life are you crying out, how long? Where are you praying, Maranatha, come Lord? What has nourished you this week? What nourishes you that can so easily get neglected in the busyness? How might you allow yourself to be nourished going forward? This isn't the time to beat yourself up for neglecting yourself. It's a space to gently remind yourself that you are worth caring for, that 
you can love yourself as well as others. Self-care is not self-indulgence. It recharges you so that you can serve God and others from a more healthy, helpful place. Can you commit yourself to nourishing yourself in one way or another over the next week? We draw this time to a close with the same prayer with which we open. Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, establish your kingdom in our midst. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Holy Spirit, breath of the living God. Renew me, refresh me, and renew your whole earth. Amen. God bless you.